on a life raft. Found alive in good condition. The stunning discovery made in the open ocean by this Chinese freighter carrying scrap metal about 100 miles south of Ram Point Marina in Rhode Island, where he'd set sail. They'll get the chance to speak with Nathan Carmen Tuesday night. Nathan, this is United States Coast Guard Boston. I need to understand what happened. Yeah, we all do. But so far, the only explanation? This short radio call from the Coast Guard to Nathan aboard that freighter. Mom and I, two people, myself and my mom, were fishing at Block Canyon, and there was a funny noise in the engine compartment. When I saw the life raft, I did not see my mom. Uh, have you found her? Uh, no, we, uh, we haven't been able to find her yet. Welcome to the Critical Onions, where it's time to get critical. I'm Sean. And I'm Bethany. Hey, Bethany, you want to go for a boat ride? Not if it has two holes in it. Two holes? Let's do some tuna fishing. Tuna fishing? Yeah. It's nothing Out like... in the deep, deep parts of the ocean? That's right. I'm going to pass. Yeah, I wouldn't go either. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, honey? I'm doing fantastic. Yeah? Yeah. Just braving this winter weather that we're having. I know. Well, at least it's not as bad as they said it was going to be. Yeah, I had a shovel of snow, so it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> I didn't have to shovel anything. Yeah, my back hurts. Well, you have a snowblower, so. So this episode's about uh, snow removal. Snow removal? And the proper techniques. No, we're not going to talk about that. Absolutely not. we got a good one this week. We do. It's going to be kind of our first uh, true crime, you could say. Not our first. Episode. We've done Jamie Kloss, but that was more of a crash episode, not a... Really thorough investigation, research. Oh, crap. You said thorough. All right. Well, I did thorough research. I have, like, a ton of notes on this case. I just know that they go out fishing and bad <laughs> shit happens. That's it. That's I, my synopsis of what's going it. on. Yeah, that's all There's I got. so many articles, so many news clips. He's done interviews. There's just so much information out there on the web. You know, it's the first time I heard him talk is in our intro. You haven't, you haven't. No, watched? I'm the reading person. No, oh, I didn't watch any videos. I, I was just watching the, um, the, they recorded the hearing of last year where he was representing himself. It's like an hour and 20 minutes long. Oh, no kidding. But I only listened to the first 20 minutes of it, but it's crazy. Did we talk about, we're actually talking about Nathan Carmen. I know everybody's like, what the hell are they talking about? <laughs> no, well. Talking about Nathan Carmen and yeah. the, I like to say crazy ass case. Not that he's crazy. That's not decided just yet. Yeah, you had to clarify that. The case itself is crazy. There's so many. There's so many things. Because he has uh, Asperger's, so so many people say Asperger's doesn't mean that they're crazy. It's a real disease, you know. Some people have. Oh, I'm I'm not putting those two two together. Oh. But he does. He was diagnosed when he was younger with Asperger's. Asperger's? Asperger's? Asperger's. It's on the autism spectrum. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. means you have um, 
like social awkwardness and then something about speaking. I did. I looked that up. Yes. I, I did too. And I think I have a mild form of that. You think so? I do. Sorry to hear that. Oh, there's a little scratchy, scratchy on the microphone. Yeah, we're still working on audio. Yep. Let's get into it. Where do we start? Where do we start? I know Nathan Karma's 24, year, 24 years old. He's a Vermont uh, native. You know where he was born? Mm-hmm. You do? That's, yeah, I just read that. He lives in Vermont. He wasn't born in Vermont. That's not true? No. Fake news? Oh, shit. <laughs> you just shared fake Welcome news. to the fake podcast. <laughs> Sean and Bethany. We didn't get critical with some fake news. Told you, news. I did thorough research. He okay. was born and raised in Middletown, Connecticut. Born and raised in Middletown, Connecticut? Yes. His dad is... Is he, a, is he a Vermont resident? Currently, yes. He uh, resides in Vermont, uh, which... I think because he was putting his house for sale to acquire some okay, kind of I just funds. I seen one article, I skimmed through it, and then I showed up for this podcast. <laughs> I said, are you ready? You said, yes, I'm ready. I was about as ready as I can be. Okay. It's, well, a long, it's been a long week. All right, so he... I'm going to follow your lead, honey. I have lengthy, lengthy notes on this. Oh, so it's going to be like an eight-part episode? Well, this probably could be like a three-part episode. Whoa, that's intense. I'm not saying we're going to do three parts. We'll see how far we get in this podcast. Okay. There's a ton of information. Very good. So he was born in, I have January 1994. I can't seem to find his specific date he was born. You didn't find his actual birth certificate? No, I didn't find it. <laughs> Just kidding. I'll have to note that for next time. His, his dad was Clark Carmen, um, and his mom was Linda Carmen. Maiden name Chakalos. Chakalos. Isn't that fun to say? Chakalos. Well, Chakalos, that is fun to say. <laughs> I read that when I was reading the article. I didn't know. I had to listen oh, to like a couple Chuc- of news Chuc- stories Chuc- to understand how to say it. And people say it differently. Yep. But I like to say Chakalos. Oh, Chakalos. With like soft Chakalos. Oh, you like that name? I like saying it. It's yeah. like fun to say. Maybe you should change your name now. Chakalos. Chakalos. Okay, well, his parents divorced when he was young, and as you stated already, he was diagnosed with Asperger's as a child, which, I yeah, it's on the autism spectrum. Um, did you know that he displayed above-average intelligence, consistently earning high honors in high school? Did not know that. Yeah, he was pretty intelligent. He was crazy like a cat. Yes. Next. I have some details about his high school. He was kind of crazy. Did you know in 2009 that he, for Halloween, he gave out quote-unquote tricks to kids that came to the house, and he gave them Ziploc baggies of fish guts? No. Yes. Oh, that, that that's your, uh, oh, I see what you're saying. That's what he did. Okay. At least, all right, that was on the internet of what he did. And his no mother kidding. had like a fit. Yes, he oh. gave out tricks. I guess him and his mother didn't have a good relationship either. Um, they supposedly they did when he was younger, but as he got older, no, they did not have a good relationship at all. Yeah, those are, I guess it was a bank account that was set up. There was a trust fund. A trust fund, yeah, yes, that his grandfather set up for him. Yes, but she his mother right through it. She did. She had a lot of um. She had a lot of demons. She had a gambling problem. She tried to control her son a lot. Well, hello? <laughs> oh. Hello? I thought you were doing some editing because the dog is uh, 
No, we have a dog here. Cleaning itself. We have yeah. a dog all the time here. Yeah, this is dog. Speaking here. of dogs, yep. quick interjection. Mm-hmm. I was able to sleep the last three nights because our puppy is staying somewhere else. Yeah, puppy Grizzly. Puppy Grizzly just got the best of me. Yeah, to Puppy the point Grizzly I kicked was, your ass. I was sleep deprived. Yeah, yeah, it was a rough, rough couple weeks with him. He's coming back on Tuesday, though. But I'm feeling good because I got some sleep. That's that's good. That's great. <laughs> insane, but it, okay. Insane? No, it's like having a baby. It is like having a baby. If anyone out there has had a puppy that's like three months old that you had to take care of and they just kicked your ass, share your stories with us. Definitely on, on Instagram, criticalungans.com. It sounded so great when you said yes. When I said, oh, it did. Yeah, yeah. When so we're babysitting a puppy for our daughter who's in, in uh, the Transition of buying, buying a house. Yeah, she, she couldn't wait and she had to get a puppy. And to me, it sounded like a great idea. Like, yeah, I can mind your puppy for a month until you close in your house. It's no problem. Yeah, puppies are so cute. What puppies could possibly so go wrong? Cute. So he eats socks. He eats he everything. Eats everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he chews on the rugs, chews on our shoes, chews on socks. I find pants on the floor and sweatshirts on the floor that he just likes to gnaw on. Yeah, he takes anything. Yeah. He's like the real sock monster. He is like the real sock yeah, monster. Yeah. You go to his bed and you just, oh, there's my socks. There's like clothes Yeah, there's bed. my underwear. There's <laughs> yes. my son's pants. Oh, it's a hat, glove, <laughs> a couple of shoes. No matter how cute he is, he's a pain in the ass because he's a puppy. And it, uh I say that he's a Pomeranian... Uh, Pomeranian husky, but he yeah. really has more husky than Pomeranian. And he's three and a half months old. Yeah. I mean, he's cute as a button. He is. But there's so much work. We have we have two dogs, listeners, but we adopted them. Um, we rescued them, actually. We rescued them as adults. One was, well, one was one, and the other one was three. So we never really had to go through those phases. And so we... Uh, See Nathan Carmen like, hey, you want to watch our puppy for a couple of days? And that's the last time we've seen him. <laughs> I think I'm going to pass on asking Nathan to watch our puppy. Yeah, that's a bad idea. It is a very bad idea. Yeah. They hand it out for uh, Christmas presents or something. Hey, you want a dog's tail? Make sure you speak clearly, hon. I am speaking very clearly. Nope. I can't speak any more clearly than I am right now. I think sometimes you mumble. I'm mumbling now. Thanks for the money. I just wanted to remind you so that you don't mumble. Okay. It's going to be a part of it so now. No. You inst- I have like a chronological format to this okay. show. Yep. And you totally went right in for his relationship with his mother. Oh. I wanted to talk about him in high school. Okay. Yeah, let's go. Let's do that. We probably should get in sync before we start our podcast. I tried that one time. And you said, no, I don't want to see your notes. Well, I don't Several wanna times. S- that That's a fact. We're going to hash this out during this episode, huh? No. Um, do you know that he was so in high school life? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice transition. Yes. He so was... I'm going to kill him too. Let me just go back to what I'm supposed to be doing. Let me here. just keep talking. This is us, unedited, unscripted. Yeah, that's the purpose of our podcast. That's what we do. We don't edit. Okay. We don't We don't script. We have notes. We have notes. Yeah. yeah. So, he, oh, He's so he was school. bullied. Yeah, he was bullied or ignored in high school. So he didn't have any friends. But he did have one friend in high school. I read that, yes. He didn't have a... He was an introvert. Yeah, there's a lot of introverts, but not like that bad of an introvert, where he only had one friend, and his one friend was... 
Oh, the horse. The horse. Yeah, that's right. His grandfather bought him a horse. Yes, his grandfather bought him a white Irish sport horse that he named Cruz, or it was named Cruz. Very cool. Yeah, and it was sad, though. 2010, his only friend died. Died of colic. Oh, that happens with horses. Does it? I don't know. I just said that. I don't know anything about <laughs> horses at all. <laughs> but he died. I, mean, I can imagine. It's like one of our dogs died. It'd be tragic. It would be tragic. Like heartbroken. And yeah. he was he was really heartbroken because he kind of spiraled out of control a little bit at that point. I mean, he had is- issues growing up his entire life. But at that point, his one companion he had is gone. So he decided to run away. He didn't have any serial kill- killer issues like wetting the bed. Killing animals. None of those. You didn't find any of that in your research? And no, I did not find any You didn't any drive that. a white van? Nope. No. He didn't do any of that. I don't know if he's like he had the a mommy serial issues. killer. I know, but I think he's... Tar- well, we'll talk about our thoughts on the case towards yep, the end. Yep. I don't want to give it away right now, what you think or what I think really happened in okay. this case. But he ended up running away. His grandfather's still alive with Tupac? No. No. <laughs> oh, that was one of my theories. That Tupac is still alive and his grandfather's still alive? Yeah, because they're both like billionaires, so the millionaires and they're just hanging out together someplace. Maybe. Maybe. Like counting their money. Yeah, that's like right. Yep. Throwing it up. like yep. Riding around on white horses on the beach. Yes. Oh, that's a different commercial. Maybe. But go ahead, honey. Well, anyways, he ran away. Um, and his he didn't come home one day. His mother reported him missing. There, I saw online there was like a missing flyer. There was something where he was missing for several days. So finally, after four days, he was found by the sheriff's deputy in Virginia. Um, he was found loitering outside of a convenience store. And this is what he had. He had his moped, his $4,000, roughly $4,000 in cash, two photos of himself and Cruz the horse, and a plastic bag containing um, the hairs from the horse's mane he carried with him. Wow, that's nuts. Now, they found him in Virginia. Where did he go to high school? He what went state? Connecticut. Connecticut. Yeah. Okay. He grew up in Connecticut, and at some point his grandfather had a house in New Hampshire as well, but he lives Vermont in Vermont. Vermont New Hampshire? And then... I know. I, I no, the only thing about him is he lives in Vermont now. That's it. That's okay. the only thing about Vermont. Okay. But his grandfather had... A I ho- tried to piece that together between the articles. I really There's know, so sure. many different yeah, states yeah. involved in this. Um, but he was found in Virginia when he ran away. He ran away in, from Connecticut, found in Virginia. With his moped. With his moped. With a plastic bag full of his horse's hair. Yes. Pictures of himself with the horse. And $4,000. And $4,000. He's ready to go. What's odd about that? Nothing. Loitering in a convenience store. That's it. So then he was brought back home. Had the show was the horse's the horse's hair in the bag. That's what was reported. Oh jeez, some <laughs> DNA testing on that one. Did you know he had a high a high a psychotic episode at school, and he called the vice principal Satan, and the agent of the devil. Uh, most kids say that in high school. Do they? Probably, or say worse. Okay. 
kids are just when they're at that age, and then if they're diagnosed with something, that's it's, true. It's it's tough enough it's to be a teenager for that. And then not having any friends, yeah, yeah, I don't think that's like a red flag. Like, oh man, it's reported on every single article that I read. So that's oh. why I thought it was important. But He's got to be guilty, Jesus. No, but what you're he saying didn't like is his true. Principal. Yeah, you know what I mean. I hear you. I mean yeah. that's his. He has a disorder. He doesn't have any friends. He's just in a rough spot. So, lash out at somebody. Drives around with a moped with four thousand dollars in it and horsehair in yeah. a plastic bag. His mom reported him having some paranoid delusions. So at some point, she admitted him to a rehab hospital um, to get some help. Yes. Is this after high school? It was during high school. Um, yeah, it was during high school. He had not graduated yet. That kind of all happened in high school in the fall of 2011, which I think he was, it was just before his 18th birthday. I mean, he was living in an RV in his mom's driveway because he didn't want to live at home, but his mother didn't want him to go too far. So they compromised. I'll get you an RV and you can live in the driveway. Win-win all around. Okay. Oh, no shit. <laughs> yes. But that wasn't going so well. Oh, another thing, too, is that did you know that... He, I keep saying, did you was know? Was he down by the river? I don't know if they live by the river. Because no. if you screw up in life, you can end up in the RV down by the river. Per Chris Farley, yes. Yes, exactly. Yes, that's right. Obscure yes. reference. Obscure reference? Not, not that obscure, actually. No. I think anyone who says living in a van down by the river, you think of SNL, Chris Farley. Old school. But like with the whole... Yeah, yeah. He's the whole do- belt thing and the... Okay. Oh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <I'm done. laughs> we don't have a video of that. You're doing the Chris Farley with the belt. Do the Chris Farley move. <laughs> But at some point after the horse died, he ran away, all that stuff's going on. He decided to communicate with his mother by only writing letters. He would not verbally communicate with her. He only wrote handwritten letters, and that's how he communicated with his mom. So at some point, his mom and his dad decided that they're going to put him away. They're gonna, well, they, they signed over guardianship to a behavioral correction camp. Oh, he's still in high school. Yes. No, still in high school. This no is all, this, all those stuff. Behavioral I mean, correctional. Yes. Oh. So I wanted to be able to paint a picture of what this kid has gone through. Yes. And like his upbringing. Sure. And we're just tip I, of the iceberg. No kidding. Yes. Wow. <laughs> so late one night, right? Yep. Men from the camp arrived and took Nathan from his RV and brought him to the wilderness of Idaho. They literally, I mean, according to these these reports, yep. they they painted a picture like they came in the middle of the night. And kicked in the trailer door yes. and just snatched, and snatched him, up. him up and said, we're going to the wilderness in Idaho. We're going to put you through a boot camp so you can learn to behave. Wow. Yeah, is that crazy? That is crazy. Yeah. Um, How'd that work out? According to the reports that yeah. I read... It worked out very well for Nathan, actually. Oh, we can do that for our son. (laughs) I don't know about that. Yeah, definitely. Behavioral correction. I I mean, he does need his behavior corrected, sure. Yeah, he does. I mean, yeah. All right. But if he listens to this, hey, buddy, better smarten up. Smarten up, bud. Yep. I got an idea. (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna take. We're gonna take advice, not advice, but from Linda, Linda Carmen. Yeah, she's a bit of a nutbag, isn't she? She, yes. We're going to get into From her, From what I've too. read, yes. She's, she's 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> Those are premium sound effects brought they to were. you by on the critical audience right there. <laughs> but when he came back a few months later, yeah, new person. No kidding. Yes, new person. Oh wow! And days before his 18th birthday, he actually started going to classes at Central Connecticut State. <laughs> Central Connecticut State University. He moved out of the RV and into his cousin's house, and then he started working with his grandfather. With his grandfather's business, um, and he ended up moving into his own apartment. And from what I read, his father was pretty much a, hosp- a hospice kingpin. His grandfather. Grandfather, yes. Yes. Wow, that's. So I guess that worked out. It worked out really well. A little time in the woods in Idaho and straighten your ass out, and you get to be a functioning member of society. No shit. Yeah, working alongside his grandfather, like you said, he was a real estate millionaire too, along with hospice facilities or something. Yeah, yeah, it was, he uh, was in charge of. Um, what do you have for your notes? Anything that you want to chime in on? Or? Uh, no, I don't. I didn't. I just have pretty much what's happening now. Okay, a so little touch on that was the difference. I did the pre-research, and then I don't have a ton of information on like what's happening now. I don't know. It was, yeah, just a little. So, all right, so I'll continue with kind of my notes here. I just wanted to make sure I'm not bypassing anything you want to comment on. Like the first? No. No, this is very interesting. Okay. I'm going to listen to this podcast afterwards <laughs> in case I it. missed anything. <laughs> no, you have a lot more. You put a put together a bunch of good notes here. I just, I mean, literally I have like Nathan Carmen, his age. Where <laughs> That's he, it. Where he not lives in Vermont. <laughs> um, and then I have like just. Because I started out because I just want to get to the bottom of it in my head. It's just motive, opportunity, and means. That's what you need. Because I couldn't understand. Motive for what, though? You're jumping because, ahead. Because I, I'm just saying I read the article, and it's just like, I, I, I didn't just read one. I read I a few articles. I know. I know. And um, I stopped watching videos. You said that in the last and, podcast. And I just couldn't help think um, time is, do you like that? No, what did you say? Ta- I said time. <laughs> if I need more time. I almost made it kind of sound like we added that in as a... Uh, an audio effect? A, yeah, as an audio effect. Like a little- <laughs> That's a mess. Um, I'm screwing up your great podcast. I'm sorry. No, honey, you're uh, contributing to it. It's wonderful. Yeah, I showed up. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to talk about his grandfather, though. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So the, from a chronological but standpoint... But that's how bad my notes are. It literally goes... He was born, Where, and then he was... Yeah, he was. he's 24 years old. He's probably like 28. And uh, he lives in Vermont, which he doesn't. And then I went into motive opportunity and... Uh, right into it. Uh, went right there. All right. All right, so... But I, no, I, I think have, it's very important to I gather some information. Some information. Recent, okay. Because so, I, I think the more research I did on this, it's like, no, no wonder why he's fucked up. Like, I think of him as fucked up, like he's crazy. Yep. It's just the more you read, he was set up for failure. It doesn't in life. sound like a standard childhood's behavior. No, it's uh, sad. His mother was crazy. His grandfather. I mean, all right. So let's let's talk about his grandfather a little bit, right? Nathan was the first grandson in the family. Um, his fa- his grandfather's name was John, John. Yeah, Chakalos. Um, as we stated, he's a millionaire real estate developer. He actually has a six million light Christmas display at his property in New Hampshire. It helps um, donations for the local food pantry. 
Oh, no kidding. We should go check that out. Yeah, we should. Do you think, oh, he's not alive anymore. Do you think someone still did it? Um, Maybe in honor probably, of him? It sounds like they got a lot of crap going on in their life right now. You don't think Christmas lights are the most important? Maybe not. They Maybe could be not. keeping it going in honor, in honor, in honor, in honor of him, yeah. right? That'd be interesting if they're still doing it. That's speak know? volumes of the family. Yes, maybe, maybe not. not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, had you know people thinking about that one. Like, really? His favorite motto in life? Without family, no you've got nothing. Family is everything. John Chakalo said that. That's in quotations. Like, that's what he said. Oh, no shit. Yeah. A lot of he, truth to that. He was married for 59 years to his wife, Rita. His wow. high school sweetheart. That's nuts. Can you imagine that? That's a long 59 time. years. Yep. That's more than a lifetime. Like he was living by that uh, uh, by his saying there. What? He was living by his saying there. The oh, family is everything. Yeah, family is everything. Yeah. Yeah, we were high school sweethearts. Do you think we'll make it fifty nine years? Absolutely yes. <laughs> Absolutely yes. Um, unfortunately, Rita, who was his wife for fifty nine years, died of lung cancer. November 21st, 2013. Cancer sucks. It does. Cancer just fucking blows. Um, she was 84. They had a house together in Windsor, Connecticut, where they lived, but they also had a home in New Hampshire. Um, they had four daughters. They had Linda, Elaine, Charlene, and Valerie. And Linda was Nathan's mom. So... Nathan has three aunts, which will come into play later in the story. I sure do. Yep. Um, let's see. I'm going to bypass that. So, John Chakalos was found dead in his home. His very, um, what is it called? Not humble. When it's like, there was a word I just heard. On the news, where he has tons and tons of money, yep. a modest, modest, modest yes, modest in his modest home. That's what I was, I was thinking of. Um, in Connecticut, his daughter, which one? I think it was Valerie. Valerie went to check on him one morning, and he was found dead in his in his home. Died from a shotgun wound. Three shotgun wounds. Oh no, there was a shotgun. I'm sorry, three rifle rifle wounds. Yes. Correct, three rifle wounds. Um, he was shot, yep, three times, head in the back. There was no signs of forced entry into the home. Nothing was stolen. And guess who had dinner with John the night before? Um, I guess. Nathan? Yes. Ding, 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 ding. So I did research and he was shot with a three, three, three oh eight six hour rifle. Six hour rifle? Six hour, yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure how to say that. It's in my notes. I wasn't sure. Six hour. Six hour. From um, from what I read... Which John, I didn't know they made a rifle in 308. Did you look, see, to look to see what it looked like? Uh, no, I didn't get a chance to Google it. That's unfortunate. Um, from some reading, I mean, even though John was, you know, gave money to charities and raised money and, and did stuff, he did have some... There were reports that he was kind of an asshole. I did not find that in my research. I heard People that called him like ruthless and a pain in the ass. Standing, uh, 
Uh, well, you read that from his obituary. Everyone's obituary is wonderful. <laughs> no, like, think about that, though. <laughs> we, we talked about that before. It's like people write these obituaries and how wonderful these people are. But in the meantime, you have no idea who they really were. I mean, you can't write this guy was an asshole in his obituary. Like, he was a shitbag to his kid. Not that he was, John, but I'm just yeah, saying yeah. in general. You can't write they were shitbag to the kids and, you know, we're glad that he's gone. Was this like business competitors? I don't know. Those family members. Like, who says that? Okay. But there's more details here of why he would day. be an asshole. Okay. Okay. So let's oh, talk great. about this. At some point, Clark, who is Nathan's father, yep. um, was offered a job by John. Yep. And he said, no, he doesn't want a job. They offered, John Chocolos offered to buy a Duncan franchise for Linda and Clark if they moved back home. No kidding. That sounds great, right? Uh, yeah. Strings attached, though. There are strings attached. So they moved back home thinking they were going to get it, and he re- reneged his offer. After they moved back to... Yes. Um, Connecticut. Where, Connecticut. Somewhere in Connecticut, yes. Um, That's horrible. Connecticut sucks, too. Does it? Yeah, they got bad roads. Why do you Crappy say that? Crappy weather like here. Bad gun loss. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I've only passed through Connecticut. I've never really visited... I don't know much about Connecticut at all. Oh, just for my research. Place blows. Okay. Except um, for our listeners. It's a great state. <laughs> it's a great state for the listeners. They're also, let's see, there was something about, oh, his mother. I have a lot of stuff on his mother. So let's finish up his um, his, his grandfather because this happened in 2013. He had dinner, dinner with him the night before, correct? He did. He had dinner with him yep. the night before. He was scheduled to meet his mother. So this was December 19th, the night of December 19th. He had dinner yep. with his grandfather. I don't know at what point they they separated. And he was supposed to meet his mother... Nathan was supposed to meet Linda at 3 a.m. in Glastonbury. Hopefully I'm saying that right. Glastonbury at 3 a.m. He didn't show up. His mother ended up going home. And then Nathan called. They were supposed to go on a fishing trip, weren't they? They were, yes. And Nathan called around 4 a.m. and said, "I'm, I'm here, Mom. Where are you? I'm waiting for you. And she's like, okay. So she ended up going back, and they ended up going on a trip. But he, and then when he was asked about his, um, like his whereabouts that evening, he couldn't recall. He didn't say anything about like he couldn't give them a reasonable explanation. From my research, from what I found, that there was I couldn't nothing. find anything either. I just don't understand how you could not have an alibi, even if you were yes. guilty. Last like let's say you're guilty, you come up with an alibi, yep. or is it I won't have an alibi, and then people will think I'm not guilty because I mean, if I'm guilty, who? You'd have an alibi. No, cops don't give a shit. I don't think. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think. This is just amazing. The, the more stuff that we're going to read, it's just like, how's this guy not... It's all circumstantial, man. All circumstantial. Well, we've listened to so many cases. There's been people put in jail for life for less evidence than this. According to the reports, do you know that the... So there was question on who would benefit from him dying. The children would, all four children would benefit. Linda, Nathan's mom, and then his three aunts. And then, yep. of course, Nathan would benefit. Um, so people took polygraph tests. Well, Nathan became a favorite, correct? Nathan was firstborn, so firstborns are always favorites. And his, 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 his grandfather took a shine to him, right? I don't have that in my notes, but... Oh, yeah, that, yeah from what I, I mean, read. I mean, it sounds like it. Yeah, it sounds like yes. 
So he might have, you know, and then it, they worked together. He's the he one that bottomed the horse. Yeah, they were working together. Yeah. From what I understand, they had a very close relationship. Well, from the, from what, what I, I read. What I read is they have a close relationship, but it was all about control. Who wanted to control Nathan more, whether it was the mother or whether it was the grandfather. So a lot of stuff that I read was manipulation. Oh, okay. As opposed to favoring. Why? Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. But they butt heads. Linda and John Chakalos butted heads because... They both wanted to control Nathan, I guess. No kidding. Okay. That's interesting. But at some point, they took polygraph tests. So all of the sisters took polygraph tests and they passed. Is that a fact? Because I've seen, I've seen a, 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 I was reading, actually, the lawyer. I might have actually seen the video that the lawyer was in front of a courthouse saying that they took, uh, the, the, the aunts took a, Polygraph? Um, polygraph test yeah. and Nathan never did. Why not? It's well, that's like, what I have in really? my notes. Well, this is a quote. I have a quote from Nathan as to why he didn't take a polygraph. Because they're bullshit? Because the accuracy and reliability of polygraph results are questionable. And the principle of attempting to prove my innocence, a seeming waiver of one of the most fundamental human rights, the right to be presumed innocent until proven guilty, is abhorrent to me. Brilliant. brilliant. He's brilliant, isn't he? Mm-hmm. I mean, that was his goal. Well, they're not admissible in court. No. And I mean, I, when we've listened to enough true crime beat. podcasts, yeah, they can be, a lot of people think, oh, that's bullshit. It can be used against you. Yeah. Yes. That's the only thing that's going to be used. It's, it's, it's never, never going to be used in your favor. Yeah, it's never going to be used in your favor. Absolutely not. Right. So he didn't take one. Yeah. So. And I, then I, we're going to talk I, about uh, uh, the missing, about that rifle. Cool. That three oh eight rifle that seems to be missing. It's... And what's going on in the courtroom now, and how he's evading? Uh, Excuse me. Any any questions about this rifle and its whereabouts? He lost and how, it. And how he's going about it? It's just it's it's, it, it's yeah, lost. It, yeah. Ultimately, he just he's pleading the fifth, saying he's not going to incriminate himself. Which. Which is just nuts. But so, he can so, do that. You know yeah, what I mean? Just think about it. He just, can do that. It's it's gone. Like. The since weapon. they don't have, yeah, since they don't have it, you just plead the fifth. Correct. Since they don't have it. Yeah. Because what we always talk about, you need, uh, like my notes there, the motive. Yep. Opportunity. Yep. He was the last one seen with him. The motive is the money. $44 million from what I understand. Well, $44 million is what his grandfather's worth. He wouldn't get all of it. And the means, which is that rifle. They but that's the, what's they missing. They have the motive. The opportunity is the last person. Then they don't have the murder weapon. They don't have it's, it's been mentioned somewhere that he threw it at sea, but who knows if that's true or not. I haven't gotten yet. Yeah, I, I searched and I could not find out, like, what is he telling the police? Just, I don't know. <laughs> no, I read <laughs> somewhere just, that when he was asked about the gun he purchased, because they didn't know he purchased it at the time. So it was, they found that out after the fact. At some point, he purchased the same rifle that has the same ammo that his grandfather died, and he said he lost it. That's, I mean, that's, from my research, that's what he is saying. And by saying you lost it, you're technically not doing anything wrong. I mean, I guess you should have put in a a lost thing, whatever it's called. Yeah, and the and the latest what I read in the latest hearing dealt in part with the motion from the aunts to compel Nathan to produce documents related to that six dollar semi-automatic rifle that was bought in New Hampshire, and that was like you said, this is the same caliber. Yep, three oh eight. And he's saying that uh, he claimed the fifth against uh, self-incrimination. Um, in regards to the gun because of Connecticut's harsh gun laws. Oh. So if he admits that 
he has it, that means that he transported it across oh, state, state lines, lines, which so is a federal, uh, federal, federal crime. Yeah. So even if he has it, he's never going to say he has it. Yeah, because you're going to criminate because yourself. One, it could be that it was the weapon used, but even let's just say it wasn't the weapon used. So I'm not saying I'm not sure if he's saying no. Let's still go look for it. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, there's no benefit to him producing it. There is no benefit. Not nothing. Absolutely none. Because even if he produces it, they can get him for crossing across state lines, right? But that would be yes. minimal compared to clearing yourself of your you, grandfather's murder. Yeah, once you get him in the mud, though, it's it, they just keep piling shit on top of you. And so they bury you. They want him. They're going to. No, gonna, they, 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 yes. do. they do. They do. They want him. Well, read that with the insurance company. Oops. What's that? Must be someone at the door. Really? During a snowstorm? During a snowstorm. Maybe it's the plow going by and that's what they're barking at. Yeah, we have real dogs in our house. We, Opposed to fake dogs? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Did you know that the murderer. I'm going to just keep going, pretend that they're not there. The murderer took the shell casings with him when they left? Yes. That, yep. Okay. Yep. All right. That's correct. And at some point, the detectives asked Nathan for his computer and his hard drive and his truck's GPS, and he was accused of destroying it. But I have to say is, I don't think it was too late. Like, the timing was off. So Nathan's defense is that if they asked me for my GPS and if they asked me for my hard drive, I would have... I would have handed it over, mm-hmm. but they didn't ask for it. They didn't ask me for it at the time, and now they're asking months later, and he doesn't have it. I mean, so the timing is off. So okay. that's he's using that as his defense. Well, okay. if you asked me at the time, I would have given it to you, but you're asking me months later. I don't know how many months later, and I don't have it. He's got a good lawyer. He has a real good lawyer. Well, at some point, he doesn't have a lawyer. He had a lawyer. I, I he fired his lawyer. You, I was shocked when you said that. Yeah. He has somebody counseling him. Well, I there, think there's there's only, there was only a gap in time. That knows how to play the system. He was representing himself on the thing that I was watching. I was watching. shocked that you said that. And he was speaking like he knew what he was talking about most of the time. Not all the time. I mean, I guess it was kind of Spanish to me or foreign to me. I didn't know all of it when they talked about the stuff in the courtroom. But also, the um, the police... My understanding from reading is the police officer was not experienced with murder cases. So that's why they didn't ask him, like, right away for the stuff. They were just inexperienced from what I read online because they shouldn't have waited. They should have done it right then and there if he was a suspect. But also the mother was supposed to be a suspect, too. And the father's... Am I... No, I was just thinking about it. I'm just thinking the cop showing up that night, he's murdered. Yes. And they find out Nathan was the last one to eat with him. Yep. He doesn't have an alibi. I mean, just a hard look at him. Not even a hard look. You'd know that he has a, a rifle. Um, I mean... You say he just, looks like he has a rifle? No, I mean, if they took it, they'd see that oh, he they, has a rifle. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just, just, uh, I guess when it comes to knowing who... Who owns guns? Is there a, there's a federal database that yes, they could look is. up and say, right, Nathan Carmen, and it would come up that he owns this gun? They say there isn't, but there is, yes. They say there isn't, but there is. Yeah. Even in New Hampshire, right, which is a free state? Yes. You just have to prove that you live there and you can purchase a gun. If you're buying a rifle, semi-automatic rifle like that, you're going to get a NICS background check. Yep. It's a federal um, background check. So, yeah, they, they'll, they know, they'll know that you have it. It's not a, air quotes, Yep. Um, 
um, database, but it is a database where people where they they can tell if they want to what guns you have. Okay, so if I owned a gun and I committed a crime, they could easily see what gun I I own. It's they under sure my can. name at any point in time. Sure can. How can they not look that up then? I don't know. Yeah, that... that's like crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Jeez. So he is. He's under suspicion, or was under suspicion for his grandfather's murder, but not right away. It took a little bit. Um, so the opening scene, the opening of our podcast, there's a news clip because the story just gets more complicated when his mother goes missing. Yeah, that's right. And his mother, did you know, okay, <laughs> I'm going to stop saying did you know. His mother goes missing September what was it? September 17th, 2013. I'm sorry, 2016. Yes, yeah, September. Because it was in three years. Yeah, September, yep. Yep. Um, his mother was a nurse that worked at worked with autism children. Did you know that? I think I read that, yes, that's correct. Okay. I yeah. found that out pretty quickly before this podcast. Okay. And like you said, Nathan, his mom had a rocky relationship. Um, Linda and her father definitely fought over Nathan's medical treatment. Linda felt that her father was butting into how she was trying to take care of Nathan. So that's where, like, they butted heads. Okay. Yep. So, so a little history on and have a, yeah, Linda and with her dad. Because yeah. it was her dad. Because yep. Nathan's father, Clark, lives in California and is kind of out of his life. So now she's taking care of him and all this is transpiring. Yep, yep. Um, oh, Linda was reported to be depressed, had a gambling problem, and was unemployed. Always said always unemployed. And the mother. She, yes, Linda, the mom. I thought she worked with kids with autism. Oh, that's <laughs> that's true. I didn't put those two two together. I got them from different news sources. Oh, oh so we'll have to figure so out what tough. that. Yes, you have to figure out. When they say always unemployed versus working a nurse who worked with autism patients, what the timing was for that. And she's a nurse. It depends it on what picture they try to, to paint. Go to school and get a real job. Right. No, that's true. At some point. Yes. So I think I, you got to put hours in to be a nurse. Nurse is serious stuff. Yes. Like, like you know what I mean? You need shop hours. You need uh, yes, real hours work, at the like, hospital yeah, yep. to become a nurse. Yep. That's true. There's it's no just, online uh class to get a nursing license no at least i don't think so um on in did you know may 2011 linda was arrested for assault on an elderly person nope she assaulted her father no kidding yeah she assaulted her father i with did not find that she at a family meeting this is when Nathan was admitted to the hospital. There's a family meeting. Um, they got into an argument, and there ended up being a physical altercation. <laughs> to with the her father. With her father. Okay. And at some point, it said, what did it say? She grabbed her father's testicles and said something. Shit. Where is it? Did, were they in the trailer too? Like, did they have two a people reported that Linda grabbed her father by the testicles, and when he, she talked to the police, she said, "My father is worth three hundred million, and I want my share." Linda told oh, the I police after that. the incident, "He is not going to cut me off. I need this money." I did read that, but I didn't know it was an assault. 
I, I read that something happened. Yeah, and she, yeah, she, was actually she mentioned arrested. something about that, that I want my cut. Yeah. Which made me think about these sisters. Like, it's, Nathan looks guilty as hell, but I always but, want both sides of the story, and I'm always going to ask, prove it. Right. It looks like shit, but prove it. Right. Show me. Go ahead. Well, I think there's a number of people that could benefit. And I didn't like the lawyer was up there. They're taking lie detector tests. Nathan, well, it's like, that doesn't prove shit. That just, you're just up there, just, you know, people that don't know... So when it like, comes to the the, the uh, John Chocolos, and there's five people who could have benefited, right? The four daughters yep. and the grandson. Yep. Because his wife was already dead. That was kind of probably not the key, but that might have put things in motion because if she was still alive, she would be the beneficiary, I would think. Mm-hmm. And since she died, it's within a month. He was he was killed yeah. from her dying within a month. He was killed. I don't know if the two are connected. Maybe a suicide. Well, we th- we talked about that because I feel like it could be suicide. But if it was suicide, is yeah, the rifle is not there. No, the, the shell casings are picked up. I just threw it out there just to be. A... I know, but I mean, he was married to someone for fifty nine years. He could have been in a really dark place. Assisted suicide. Maybe. Maybe. You know? Maybe. I mean, just think of speculation, what, what possibly could have happened. It's been within a month, and the love of his life passed away. And How old was know, he exactly? 87. 87. It's not that old. 87? I want to live till I'm 87. I'll be happy if I live till I'm 87. Honey, you will. I hope so. <laughs> But the charges for her being arrested were dropped by her father. So that didn't go anywhere. Um, there was a police report of this incident, right? So I guess that if you say the charges were dropped, it had it been a police report? I believe so. Wow. I believe okay. it was, yeah. She was, yes. Okay. I didn't read the police report, but there has to be one that existed if she was arrested and charges were dropped. This is definitely like a. This is crazy. ID channel uh, special right here. The more I read, the more yeah. I read, I'm just like, oh my god! <laughs> it's like so much here. She's, uh, the mother sounds like she has a motive. Yeah. I mean, where was she that night? I don't know. I mean, she yeah. was supposed to meet up with her son at three a.m. Yeah. Why they picked three a.m. I don't know. Yeah. So she's nearby. I mean, there's. It could be conflicting stories too. She that story the saying that Nathan wasn't there. Who's telling that story? She is. Correct, she is. She's the one saying I showed up and Nathan wasn't there. Then Nathan says like I was there an hour early. She could be playing fucking games too. What a lot of money on the line. Money. It's like you yes. have money in one hand and you got a life sentence in the other hand. So you're gonna say and do things that you know, self preservation right there. Correct. Yeah. Money changes people. Oh, sure it does. Crazy how much money. We seen it firsthand. We did see it firsthand. Yeah, we did. People will see things they think they see just to benefit certain ways for when it relates to money. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. This is Um, like a classic whodunit. I know, and it's not even done yet. It was the butler. It was the butler. (laughs) Who the fuck's the butler? I don't know. In the kitchen with the knife. Yeah. (laughs) And you know who else could have done it? There's more? There is more. There's another option. It's been reported that John Chakalos... Chakalos. Chakalos. 
had a mistress. No way. She's labeled as Mistress Y. What? Yeah, as a mistress. Who labeled Mistress Y? She's been. She's talked to the cops and everything. She's just labeled no as way. yeah, Mistress Y. She was with John Chakalos um, a couple of weeks before he died. They went to Mohegan Sun together. Okay. And they spent the night together, or they did something together. And he was giving her money, like eight hundred dollars every week or something like that, for a while. She w- She worked at one of the properties he had in New Hampshire. She was in one of his employees for one of the properties that he owned. Okay, that happens. And she was 25 right. years old. Wow. Spending some time with John. Wow. Which I can't blame him. I mean, think about that. I think I think it's maybe when his wife died, he started oh, towards the end. You would like had, to think that, yeah. I would like to think that. Yes. Like, he had lung, his wife had lung cancer. She was deteriorating for God only knows how long. Yep. And he was probably lonely. I don't know. Wow. But she is an option because Nathan said at some point, in, in, uh, his lawyer said in court that there's someone else who has just as a motive. And you need to look at, at, at her, at the mistress. Why? Yeah, I've read that, that in court, when the family and the, and the sisters bring up, uh, um, uh, try to, right now, the court... Well, we'll get into that in the next episode because we're going to need another episode. Yeah, we are. We're going to talk about his mother's disappearance and kind and, of stuff around that. Yeah, mother's disappearance about what's being said in court. Yeah. There's a, it just sounds like a lot of good lawyers going at it. It really does. And well, actually, it sounds like he's got a way better better lawyer well, than they the just odds post, do. He just postponed... Who post? I have to look into it because... The trial the was judge just postponed, postponed it, yes. because There's someone was trials. getting new lawyers. The aunt has the aunt's a civil a trial. The civil aunts, trial, yep. and there's a one from the insurance company. Oh yes, about the boat. about the boat. But we'll get into that in the second episode because we're we just will. not going to wrap this up. It's just there's just so much to uh, delve into. There is the mistress, huh? Mistress yeah. Y. So it says at the they time of Shackle's murder, Mistress Y was a beautiful 25 year old woman who he met. The developer early in 2013, see, it was early in 2013, while she was working at one of the housing complexes in New Hampshire. This is alleged by one of the lawyers. And it says the evidence against Mistress Y was much stronger than the evidence against Nathan. That's how they got OJ off. They pointed the finger at everybody. You know what I mean? They're like, yeah. this could have. This is plausible. This is plausible. That's plausible. This is plausible. I mean, you know, but just... think about it. They, they do, they must have tunnel vision. They have to. I mean, we're sitting there reading this, and it's like, all right, he looks 100% guilty. He's guilty. He's guilty. But what if he wasn't guilty? They don't. Oh, definitely. They don't no, I don't know think he's 100% guilty. They're I do not so think focused he's... on him. Yes. What if there really is someone else out there oh, that yeah. could have killed the grandfather? Oh, just for the record, I don't think he's. I don't, I don't you know. You don't think if he's he guilty. killed his grandfather? I don't. You're not sure yet? I don't know. Yeah. You can't say for sure that he did. Like, no. I don't know what the police have. Obviously, they don't have enough. No, otherwise he would be arrested. They don't have enough evidence to arrest him. Yeah, zero, yeah. No. Um, I didn't have I mean, too much more on the mistress because that's more of a recent development for what I understand. Um, I mean, I don't want to get into the whole mother thing just yet. Yeah, because that's the another, more we talked, yeah, that's there's a, a ton of stuff we have to get to when it comes to the mother's disappearance. That's another murder. Yeah. yeah. 
And then all the stuff that's going on with the court cases now. Um, there's so much, so much going on with this case. But I mean, the research that I have done, it's like he lived a crazy, he was born with Asperger's. Asperger's, yeah. And he just had a messed up life. Money never, never helps anyone. Like it doesn't. It doesn't sound like that. Well, yeah. I feel like, like money makes money. people feed. Yeah, but the grandfather just fed money to his daughter. Like just fed money. He did. He did. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so even yeah. she never had to be a responsible adult. From because all reports. Yes. Yeah, that that happened. Yes. It's just a sucky situation. So, I think that's that. Well, this will do it for the podcast. We have to get ready and um, watch the Patriots soon. Patriots play today. I don't know. Really? The Patriots? They're going to win to go to the Super Bowl. Right now, the Saints and the Rams are on. Finished the second quarter going into halftime. And what was that, 13 to 9? I just missed it. I think it was 13 to 9. I haven't um, been watching it at all. I've been. We're rooting for the Saints, oh, right? For some reason, I'm rooting for the Saints. Yeah, 13 to 9. Yeah, you can't. How can you not root uh, against Drew Brees? Drew Brees is awesome. Yeah, he is. I love him. He, until he plays the Patriots, and he sucks. Yeah, of course. I love him until he plays against Brady. Ooh, it's going to be a good one, 13-10. Wow. 13-10. Maybe we can do a Super Bowl episode when the Patriots make it to the Super Bowl. I'm sure. I think we can do a Super Bowl. Uh, people listen to us like, look at these assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who doesn't, like the entire, I saw a map online of it said, everyone who wants Kansas City win, and it was like the entire map of the United States was all red, red except yeah. for like the few states in the Northeast that were blue. <laughs> yeah. like, That's, That's pretty awesome. much it. <laughs> I mean, if I wasn't a Patriots fan, I would completely be like, "All right, can someone else please win?" I get it, I yeah. get it, yeah. but I am a Patriots fan, like and this is not going to live. This is once Brady's gone, this is not going to happen again. Yeah. So I am relishing in it and loving it while it's here in my lifetime. Yep. Because yeah, yeah. it's going to go you on to someone to. else. Yeah. So we got to get ready, watch that. Um, yeah. This is a very compelling case. This is very interesting. You did a lot of research. A lot of You dug up a lot of stuff. Yeah, it was just so interesting the more articles I read. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Nuts. I mean, if anyone wants to read some more, I mean, you can just go. I mean, there's so many articles. you got to read a couple of articles to get if it's anything. really truth or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, drop us a line, send us an email. Yeah, if you find yeah, out any additional information, please. <laughs> no, it's a text. But you can find us on Instagram, Critical Onions. You can visit our website, criticalonions.com, um, and on Twitter, Critical Onions. Hashtag. Yeah, I'll be posting some stuff later, getting this, adding the closing to it, getting it ready to post and have it, quote unquote, drop this evening. I gotta oh. get that in before the Patriots game starts. Yeah, you better start dropping stuff. Start dropping stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag drop it. Hashtag drop it. So make sure you reach out to us, share any information. But it was a very compelling case, like you said, Sean. I can't wait to do the second episode. We'll do this. Will be a part one. We'll do part two next. I think our listeners are going to enjoy this case. Yeah, yeah. I hope it's so. very interesting so far. And. Uh, yeah. And it's and there could be more. I mean, it oh, more yeah. could unravel yeah. as the days, weeks, and months go on with this case. Well, yeah, we'll probably have to do an episode to uh, close it out. Yeah, yeah. Once more stuff comes out, something's going to happen with this case. It's going to get blown up. I think it's been one of these cases. We have these cases, in Massachusetts, where they just disappear off the map. <laughs> it's just gone. Yeah, they're just gone. You never hear about it again. No, something's going to happen. Yeah. 
All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. And uh, make sure you tell a stranger about the Critical Onions. Go Pats. Go Pats. Go Pats.